You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Welcome to the 100th episode of Your Brain on Facts. Thank you so much for being with me. Got a different format today. We are doing 100 Fast Facts, and not only do we have a guest, we have 24 guests. So let's get started. My name's Moxie, and this is Your Brain on Facts. In the first version of Toy Story, Woody wasn't a toy cowboy. He was a ventriloquist dummy. And he was a creepy sadist who at one point pushes Buzz Lightyear out a window. The standard-issue female CPR training dummy, sometimes called Recessianne, got her face from the death mask of a young woman who drowned in the Seine in Paris. The death mask was made so that her family could hopefully identify her later, but local artists began buying copies to act as inspiration. An expert sword fighter once stole a corpse that they planned to leave in the bed of their lover when they sprung her from a convent which they would burn down behind them. The swashbuckler's name? Julie Daubny, age 19. Hey, fellow Brainiacs. I'm Dan Pugh. And I'm Shauna Harrison. Rob Peter to pay Paul means to take from one person in order to pay another. But did you know in the 1800s, there was a slang term based on this phrase? Instead of Rob Peter to pay Paul, one might say to maneuver the apostles. If you like whimsical adventures, check us out on Bunny Trails, a word history podcast. Every Wednesday, wherever you listen. The movie Heaven's Gate put United Artists Studios out of business after the director's demands tripled the budget. Antique trains that required a different gauge of track to be laid, 250 extras to be taught to ice skate with old-timey skates, and 1,200 extras who had to be taught to ride horses, use whips, and drive wagons. By day six of filming, they were already five days behind schedule. The best-selling video game hero Mario was originally called Jumpman. The name Mario came from the landlord of Nintendo's warehouse. The British Navy still had daily rations of rum for sailors until July 31, 1970. Speaking of the 70s, the U.S. Navy issued their sailors bell-bottoms until 1999. My husband still has his, complete with his last name stenciled on the back. Hey everyone, Christine Casaputi here from Footnoting History with a fashion fast fact to celebrate the 100th episode of Your Brain on Facts. When John Quincy Adams was inaugurated as President of the United States on March 4, 1825, he set a fashion precedent. You see, Adams was the first president to wear long trousers to his inauguration instead of the traditional knee breeches. Now you know. The man who created Flaming Hot Cheetos was a custodian at Frito-Lay at the time. He took some unflavored Cheetos home and added elote or street corn seasoning. He's now an executive at PepsiCo. There are more plastic flamingos in the world than real flamingos. There are more tigers in captivity in the U.S. than there are wild in the rest of the world. And there are also more juggalos, fans of the insane clown posse, than there are polar bears. Now would be a good time to mention that I am not liable for your therapy bills. The precursors to roller coasters were called Russian mountains. They were sled rides down an icy track, sometimes 200 feet or 62 meters tall. There were, of course, no safety features. 
Hi Moxie, it's Andy here from Andy's Podcast, a podcasting podcast. Sorry for uh, whispering, but I'm on location in the Library of Congress. I've snuck into the uh, forbidden knowledge section. Anyway, my fact is that prayer is a superstition. Got a dictionary off the shelf here. A superstition such as prayer is an irrational belief that a magical object or action influences the outcome of events. The Six Flags Amusement Park chain began with one park in Texas that was only open for 45 days its first year. The Six Flags refer to the six nations that at one point or another governed Texas. Between the one million people who died as a direct result of the Irish potato famine and the two million who emigrated, the population of Ireland is still not back at pre-famine levels. Anne Frank, Martin Luther King Jr., and Barbara Walters were all born in the same year, 1929. I know that circulates as a meme, but it's still remarkable to think of those people all being in the same timeline. Congratulations on 100 episodes. This is Kate Shaw from Strange Animals Podcast with a strange animal fact. The tallest giraffe ever measured was 19.3 feet tall, or 5.88 meters. But the tallest mammal known was probably Paraceratherium. It lived about 23 million years ago and was related to the rhinoceros and stood an estimated 18 feet high at the shoulder, or 5.5 meters, with a neck that was probably another 7 feet long, or about 2 meters. American Samoa was one of the only places on Earth not to see a single death from the 1918 Spanish flu. Because the governor there took the reports he was hearing over the radio very seriously and blocked all incoming ships from making port. It's known as the Spanish flu because Spain, who was neutral during World War I, was the only country freely reporting on it, whereas all other European nations were keeping the severity of their flu on the down low. For the last hundred years, many people in South Korea have believed that leaving a fan on overnight in a closed room will kill you in your sleep, either by suffocating you or freezing you. While the exact origin of the belief is unclear, suspicion has fallen on the South Korean government, starting the rumor during the 1970s energy crisis to get people to use less electricity. Only two of the 195 countries in the world have a flag that doesn't have the colors red, blue, or white, Jamaica and Mauritania. And only one, Nepal, has a flag that is not a quadrilateral. This is Elijah and Will from Bring on the Weird, and we're bringing you a fast fact. Henry Beecher discovered the placebo effect as a medic in World War II. After running out of pain-killing morphine, he replaced it with a simple saline solution, but continued telling the wounded soldiers it was morphine to calm them. To his surprise, almost half of the soldiers reported that the inert saline solution actually reduced or erased their pain. The founder of the Lint Chocolate Company was killed in 1918, not in the Great War, but when one of his fondant boilers exploded. There is a car race called the 24 Hours of Lemons. Not Le Mans, Lemons. The cars have to be purchased and repaired for under $500, not including the cost of mandatory roll cage, kill switch, and fire suppression systems. Unsportsmanlike behavior receives creative punishments, 
like having to walk a lap while carrying a sign that says, I'm a big jerk. Hi, this is Javier with Pretend and the new podcast called Criminal Conduct. Did you know that lying is among the most sophisticated and demanding accomplishments of the human brain? Children have to learn how to lie, and people with certain types of frontal lobe injuries may not be able to do it. The Australian Aboriginal language of Gugujimajar has no words for left and right. Instead, speakers refer to things based on the four cardinal directions. So you might be holding your pen in your east hand, unless you turn around, now it's in your west hand. Orange, the color, is named after orange, the fruit. Before the word was adopted, the color orange was called yellow-red. In ancient Egypt, women who thought they might be pregnant would pee on wheat and barley seeds. The hormones in pregnancy would help the grain to sprout, and which grain sprouted would tell you the gender of the baby. Unbelievably, it's about 70% accurate. Hey, this is Kate from Ignorance Was Bliss. Congratulations on 100 episodes. I have a fact for you. President Warren G. Harding was only in office for a couple of years. But in that time, he racked up a reputation as one of the least popular presidents ever. He was also a famous letter writer, specifically to his mistress. Her name was Carrie Phillips. They wrote hundreds of letters back and forth, including some that were very sexually frank. Toward the end, they even had code words for their body parts. He referred to his own manly bits as Jerry, and he referred to her nether regions as Mrs. Powderson. Didn't you feel better before you knew that? In 1847, a showboating surgeon performed a leg amputation in 25 seconds. The patient died. The surgeon had cut two fingers off of his assistant in the process, who got an infection and died. And a spectator died of a suspected heart attack. It is the only known surgery in history with a 300% mortality rate. Queen Amidala's formal costume in Star Wars The Phantom Menace is very similar to that of the last Queen of Mongolia, who was executed by the Soviet Union in an attempt to destroy Mongolian culture. To study how our words for colors affect our perception of colors, one researcher raised his daughter without identifying the color blue to her. When she was asked at age four what color the sky was, she said it was white. Did you know that the first sex symbol in animation was inspired by a black woman? I'm talking about Betty Boop. I'm Joshua Self of the show self to Sh and you're listening to Your Brain on Facts. In the 1920s, a woman named Esther Jones created a stage name for herself, Baby Esther. And in it, she used some childlike noises and boops uh, to supplement her show. She was a jazz age flapper. Her show was so successful that she inspired another woman named Helen Kane to adopt a lot of her act. Helen Kane did not give any credit to Esther Jones. Helen Kane's uh, performance was very successful, and later a man named Max Fleischer saw her act and was inspired to create the caricature of the Jazz Ace Flapper that we know today as Betty Boop. So Helen Kane, a white woman, took her ideas from Esther Jones, a black woman, who later had them stolen by Max Fleischer, a Polish man. Just goes to show that what goes around comes around. 
Pineapples do not grow on palm trees, but rather on three-foot-high shrubs, which take 18 to 36 months to grow one fruit apiece. According to estimates from the U.S. Geological Survey, the U.S. used 4.5 gigatons of cement in the 20th century. Compare that to the 6.6 gigatons of cement China used between 2011 and 2013. Due to the structure of their larynx and whether or not they have an effigial bone or a ligament, cats that purr, like house cats and lynxes, can't roar, and cats that can roar, like lions and jaguars, can't purr. Hello, this is Emily from Where Does It Go. Bob Ross filmed around 400 episodes of The Joy of Painting, and he made over a thousand paintings on the show in that time. Three paintings per episode. Now, where did these paintings go? One painting per episode would tend to go to Annette Kowalski, who was a family friend and discoverer of Bob Ross. And the remaining paintings, over a thousand of them, actually are stored in a warehouse in Herndon, Virginia, owned by Bob Ross Incorporated. The company has no interest in selling them at this time. That's a big part of why it's very difficult to get a, your hands on an original Bob Ross painting. Violet Jessup was a stewardess and nurse aboard White Star Line passenger ships. She survived the sinking of the Titanic, which hit an iceberg, the Britannic, which hit a sea mine, and the Olympic, which collided with a British warship. She was given the name Miss Unsinkable. Archaeopteris, the earliest species that scientists can classify as a tree, lived about 350 million years ago. Sharks, however, can be traced back 400 million years ago. So sharks are older than trees. The first public artificial ice rink, London's Glacierium, was opened in 1841, but had no ice. You skated around on a layer of pig fat, salts, and copper sulfate. It fell out of favor due to the smell. A mechanically frozen rink was still 36 years away when inventor John Gamgee repurposed a device he'd made to freeze meat for transoceanic shipment. This is Devon. Host of Human Circus Journeys in the Medieval World, and I'm here to tell you that the Mongol invasion of Central Europe was felt as far away as England's fish markets, or at least according to 13th-century chronicler Matthew Paris, it was. He wrote that the Mongols' arrival dissuaded buyers from crossing the North Sea to Yarmouth, and that herring prices there plummeted as a result. A good time to be a fish eater, not so much a fisherman. Jet ski, jacuzzi, Kleenex, and thermos are all brand names, as are cellophane, escalator, trampoline, dry ice, Velcro, chapstick, laundromat, kerosene, zipper, hovercraft, videotape, dumpster, and yo-yo. The process of a brand name coming to stand for all similar products is genericization. There is a unit of length called a smoot. Equal to five foot seven inches or 1.7 meters, which is named for one Oliver Smoot. In 1958, some students in an MIT fraternity had Smoot lay down on the Harvard Bridge, get up, move the length of his own body, and lay down again as part of a pledge prank. For those who care to know, the bridge is 364.4 Smoots long, plus or minus one ear. Soviet Premier Joseph Stalin once received an 11-minute-long standing ovation at a Communist Party conference. Everyone in the room was too terrified of being the first person to stop clapping. 
The man who did sit down first was arrested the next day and spent 10 years in prison. I'm Jane Perlez, longtime foreign correspondent and former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. I've been a foreign correspondent in lots of places, Somalia, Indonesia, Pakistan, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I mean, China is not dropping anti-democratic paratroopers into Montana. But of course, we did see things like the weather balloon slash spy balloon riveting the whole country for a week. This is Face Off, an eight-part series in which we'll take you behind the scenes to key moments in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. We'll speak with a diplomat, a spy, a tech reporter, a U.S. admiral, even Yo-Yo Ma. Plus, my pal and noted China historian Rana Mitter joins the conversation. We'll look at what's driving the two nations apart and explore whether anything can help bring them back together. Face-Off launches April 9th. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Calm Cove podcast can help you sleep deeply all night long. Calm Cove has deeply relaxing meditation music and ambient sounds like ocean waves and crackling fires. All of our episodes are designed to help you relax and to fall asleep fast. Calm Cove is brought to you by the team behind Sleep Cove, the sleep podcast that consists of spoken word hypnosis, meditation and stories. So if you want to listen to a beautiful soundscape tonight, search for Calm Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see how we're helping millions of people relax and go to sleep every night. This is Paul from the Varmints Podcast, and I am here to talk to you about cute, cuddly little harmless wombats. Uh, In particular, the wombat's large dermal shield, also known as its butt. When pursued by a predator, a wombat will run into its burrow and use its very sturdy and fortified backside as a defensive shield at the opening of the burrow. Evidence suggests that wombats use their rumps for offensive purposes too. People who study wombats have found remains of foxes and Tasmanian devils nearby with injuries that suggest that the wombat used its butt to crush the skulls of their persistent enemies against the top of the burrow. They're still cute, but maybe not as cuddly, little, or harmless as you think. Classic cartoon antagonists Tom and Jerry premiered on February 10th, 1940 in a short called Puss Gets the Boot. They were originally named Jasper and Jinx. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy author Douglas Adams once worked as a bodyguard for a family of oil tycoons in Qatar and appeared on Monty Python's Flying Circus twice. Jumping Frenchman of Maine is a bizarre rare condition characterized by unusually extreme startle response, including repeating the words and actions of others. Not only will sufferers react with exaggerated movements to surprising stimuli, they also become powerless to refuse commands for a brief time. It was first observed in French-Canadian loggers in New England, hence the name. This is Justin from Obscura, a true crime podcast. Did you know that the rhino is almost extinct? Worldwildlife.org reports that, at the beginning of the 20th century, 500,000 rhinos roamed Africa and Asia. By 1970, rhino numbers dropped to 70,000. And today, as few as 29,000 rhinos remain in the wild. 
1980, Troy Leon Gregg and three other convicted murderers escaped death row in Georgia. The escape wasn't discovered until Gregg called a newspaper to brag about it. He was killed that same night in a bar fight after he got aggressive with a waitress. He actually would have lived slightly longer if he had stayed on death row. The longest medical word in English is pneumono-ultramicroscopic silicovolcaniconiosis. The longest non-medical word in the dictionary is anti-disestablishmentarianism. But one letter longer than that is the recently coined word fluxinosinohilipilification, the act of judging something to be worthless. British comedians love to joke on the U.S. for being a young country, but the U.S. is the oldest country in the Western Hemisphere and older than a lot of European countries like Italy and Germany. In Africa, only Ethiopia and Morocco are older. South Sudan is the youngest country in the world at a mere nine years old. Ooh, halfway down, half to go. Now would be a good time to take a breather and remind you that our Patreon special offer is still going. It ends on February the 29th. It's a three-pronged process. If you sign up or upgrade your membership, you will get an exclusive limited run Cards Against Humanity style expansion pack made of facts that were too blue to include on the show. Don't have Cards Against Humanity? No problem. You could make your own game with the cards, like trying to guess which one of the strange things on the black card finishes the sentence on the white card. I've also lowered the price of two of the tiers and increased the benefits that all tiers get. From now on, even the $2 a month supporters will receive the exclusive podcast Spot the Lie, 80% brilliant facts, 20% tricky BS. And yes, $2 a month is a big help and greatly appreciated. So head on over to patreon.com slash yourbrainonfacts and help support the show alongside Amber, Baron, Christina, Sindra, Council of Geeks, Dan, Darren, Eric, Jamie, Jean, Mackenzie, Michael K, Michael L, Nathan, Adam, Ryan, Sean, Seth, Shanti, Trisha, Troy, Urspo, Whale Biscuit, and William. You are much more likely to be killed by a vending machine, a cow, or a coconut than you are by a shark. Ten times as many people are bitten by other people in New York, about 1,600 annually, than there are people bitten by sharks. A TI-83 graphing calculator has six times as much processing power as the computers that put Apollo 11 on the moon. I'm Kate from the Explorers podcast, where we time travel back through history to find out what life was like for women of the past. The 19th century hoop skirts women wore might look restrictive, but they were used in some ingenious ways. During the American Civil War, women smuggled food, medicine, and even gun parts over enemy lines by tying them to the ribs of their cage crinolines. One Kentucky girl managed to smuggle some 200 Colt revolvers under her skirts over the course of just two weeks. On the fifth floor of the U.S. Supreme Court building is a basketball court referred to as the highest court in the land. Originally a storeroom, it was converted to a gym sometime in the 40s. Only certain court employees are allowed to use it, and there's a sign warning people not to play basketball if court is in session and not to assume that the court isn't in session because it's directly below the basketball court. Marlboro cigarettes were first marketed to women with the slogan, Mild as May, but they didn't sell. 
They were rebranded as hallmarks of rugged masculinity with the introduction of the Marlboro Man in the 1950s. The first Marlboro Man didn't actually smoke, but at least four actors who portrayed it since have died from smoking-related diseases. He's Ryan. And she's Amy. And together we are Lexitecture. A podcast about etymology, the history and origin of words. Congratulations to Your Brain on Facts for reaching the milestone of 100 episodes. Yay! My favorite fact of the moment is that a logbook is called that because in the age of sail, ships would figure out how fast they were going by throwing an actual log tied to a long rope overboard and recording information from that. My favorite fact of the moment is that adrenaline and epinephrine are the exact same hormone. As well as being synonyms, these words have the exact same etymological meaning. One is Latin and one is Greek. Both words mean near the kidneys. If you got a kick out of those, check us out on your favourite podcasting app for loads more. Or visit Lexitecture.com. Iron Eyes Cody, the Native American seen shedding a single tear in the famous anti-littering PSA from the 70s, was actually a Sicilian man born Oscar de Corti. He was cast to play Native American characters over 100 times and stuck to the fake story of his life even after a reporter talked to his biological family. In his defense, he did push directors to portray Native American characters in a better light. If the Earth were to stop spinning instantly, you wouldn't have time to worry about gravity or the lack of centrifugal force, because the atmosphere would still be moving. And the 1,100 mile per hour or 1,770 kilometer per hour winds would scour the Earth right down to the bedrock. I'm Reed Messerschmidt. I make the irrationally exuberant podcast a podcast, but also art. And I have some truly upsetting information about the king, Elvis Presley. Toward the end of Elvis's life, he was reportedly consuming 100,000 calories a day, not to mention handfuls of pills. His favorite meal was called the Fool's Gold Loaf, which was a hollowed-out loaf of sourdough bread filled with an entire jar of blueberry jam, an entire jar of peanut butter, and one pound of bacon. It alone contained 42,000 calories. He was self-conscious about his weight gain, though not enough to stop wearing white jumpsuits, not very slimming, and in the 70s, he was put into a medically induced coma in an attempt to lose weight. Some physicians believe that the heart attack that killed him on the toilet was caused by a condition known as, brace yourself, a megacolon, meaning his intestines were clogged with a, quote, clay-like substance and enlarged to twice their normal width, causing massive, painful constipation and pushing against his heart. One month before Berlin's Brandenburg Airport was set to open in 2011, the date got pushed back. And again, about a dozen times. The fire suppression system was a hazard in and of itself. 4,000 doors were mislabeled, and there was a fear the roof would collapse. It's still not open, and now they need more money to replace things like burned-out arrival departure screens. According to what accounts have survived, when Jewish ballerina Francesca Mann was taken to Auschwitz concentration camp, she distracted an SS guard by doing a strip tease brained him with her high heel, stole his gun, and killed him. 
You might know that Prince wrote Sinead O'Connor's Nothing Compares to You, but he also wrote Shaka Khan's I Feel For You, Manic Monday by The Bangles, Jungle Love by The Time, Sheila E.'s The Glamorous Life, Alicia Keys' How Come You Don't Call Me, and a whole lot more. Hello, this is Rob Trevino from the Interrupted Tales podcast. You can find out more information about my podcast at ohthehumanity.com, but I want to tell you a quick fact first. Did you know that Jupiter's moon Ganymede is the largest moon in the solar system? It's even larger than the planet Mercury. It isn't, however, larger than Uranus. Congratulations, Moxie, on 100 episodes. In a year, an average person's email adds 300 pounds or 136 kilograms of CO2 to their carbon footprint, equivalent to 199 miles or 320 kilometers driven in a car. The world's email usage generates as much CO2 as having an extra 7 million cars on the road. There is no such thing as the color brown, because there is no brown light. What we see as brown is reflected red and green light. If you don't want an expensive casket or a fossil fuel burning cremation, check to see if your state is one of the 18 that allows aquamation or alkaline hydrolysis, wherein your earthly remains are dissolved in a lye solution. Hi, this is Jerry Landry with the Presidencies of the United States podcast here with a presidential fact. Did you know that the eighth U.S. president, Martin Van Buren, is the only U.S. president to date whose first language was not English? Van Buren, born in Kinderhook, New York, to a Dutch-American family, was raised speaking Dutch and learned English in school. Everybody shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? Well, of course you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. They've done weird things. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected, as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the box of oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. Archaeologists in Tenochtitlan, Mexico, have found a dozen 15th-century masks made from the fronts of human skulls with big, fake eyes. The skulls probably came from the most elite warriors. Did your toddler just chomp into the sticker on their apple? Have no fear. Both the paper and the adhesive for stickers on fruit are edible. Thanks to a shell company and some clever accounting, Warner Brothers has never paid any royalties to the cast of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, despite the film grossing over $1 billion. This practice is almost standard in the industry. David Prowse, the actor inside the Darth Vader costume, still hasn't gotten any royalties. Hey folks, this is Augie from the short stories of Augie Peterson, the podcast. That is a podcast where I, a giant nerd, share my original short horror stories with you every other Tuesday, and snarky reviews of horror movie series every other Thursday. 
One of my favorite facts is that in most vertebrates, including cows and deer and cats even, there's this really cool thing on the back of their eyeball called the tapetum lucidum. You would have to dissect the eye to see it, but if you ever do that, you'll see this galaxy colored thing. And that is why when you shine a light into, for example, your cat's eye or you catch a deer in the headlights, you can see their eyes reflected back at you. So it's technically reflecting that part of their eye and it helps them see in low light situations. There are wild hippos in Colombia, which originally belonged to cocaine kingpin Pablo Escobar, and wild camels in Texas that were part of a failed plan for the U.S. Army Camel Corps. President Teddy Roosevelt had wanted to import hippos to be raised in the bayou for meat. The last unicorn was animated at Topcraft Studios in Japan. When it closed a few years later, it was rebuilt and reopened as Studio Ghibli, makers of Spirited Away and Howl's Moving Castle. A message in a bottle was thrown off the Titanic as it was sinking. It was found a year later, washed up on the shore in Ireland, a few miles from the home of the man who threw it. Hello everybody, this is Sean Ennis, also known as the Velvet Drizzle, also known by Moxie as the voice that's moist, and I host a show called Stories of Your and Yours. Now on my show I tell stories and I talk about the authors that wrote them, and today I want to give you a few facts about authors. Lots of these authors boast colorful career paths, making stops in several occupations before finally making a living as a writer. But Bram Stoker, author of Dracula, never actually wrote full-time. For 27 years, Stoker managed a theater for Victorian stage actor Henry Irving, also serving as the actor's business manager. And despite traveling the world as part of that post, Stoker never made it to Transylvania, or to Eastern Europe at all for that matter. Then we have detective fiction author Dashiell Hammett, author of The Maltese Falcon. He started out as a private detective. His first case was to track down a stolen Ferris wheel. O. Henry was a banker, among many other things, and during his stop as a banker, he may have done a little bit of embezzling, which ended up costing him about three years in jail later on. Happy 100th show, Moxie, and thanks for spending part of your day with me. Hey, that's my line. The skeleton of famed body snatcher, or resurrectionist, and murderer William Burke is on display at the Anatomical Museum at the University of Edinburgh, and a calling card case made of Burke's skin is on display at Edinburgh's Police Museum. His name was also immortalized as the act of suffocating someone by compressing their chest, which did less damage to the bodies. Banana-flavored things don't taste like real bananas because the bananas we eat today are Cavendish bananas, but banana flavoring is based on the Gros Michel banana, which was almost wiped off the face of the earth by a pathogen called Panama disease. When you cross corgis with other breeds of dogs, the puppies will always have cute little stubby corgi legs because corgis have a chondroplastic dwarfism. And that wouldn't surprise you if you spoke Welsh because corgi literally means dwarf dog. Hello, this is Calvin from a podcast about something. And I'm excited to share a fast fact for your Brain on Facts 100th episode. Did you know that the holiday Festivus from the 1997 episode of Seinfeld titled The Strike is actually based on a holiday tradition celebrated by scriptwriter Dan O'Keefe's family? Festivus officially falls on December 23rd. It was started by Dan's father in 1966 to celebrate his first date with his wife. There is no aluminum pole in real Festivus, but instead a clock in a bag which is nailed to a wall. 
thanks again to Your Brain on Facts for letting me share my useless Seinfeld knowledge. And please be sure to check out a podcast about something where each week we dive deep into whatever it is we find interesting. The Swedish word for turtle translates as shell toad, and their word for bat translates as flappy mouse. The Portuguese word for calf means potato of the leg. The German for helicopter translates to lifting screwdriver. The Icelandic for computer is number witch. The Japanese for hedgehog is needle mouse. The Irish word for jellyfish translates to seal snot. And the Croatian word for speed bump is lying policeman. More people visit France than any other country, with Paris being a particularly strong draw for people from Japan and other parts of Asia. Some Japanese people are so enamored with the idea of Paris that they become depressed after visiting and finding out it's a modern city with modern problems like traffic and garbage. This depressing disillusionment is called Paris Syndrome. You know how I love to say the Welsh town of but it is not the longest place name in any English-speaking country, as I have previously said. That honor goes to a New Zealand town I cannot hope to pronounce without a week to practice. So here is a clip from a local weather forecast. Right, fine and sunny weather in Te Taumata Whakatangi Hanga Kōwauwau o Tamatea Tsuripuka ka piki maunga horonuku pō kai whenua ki tana tahu. That name again. In Te Taumata Whakatangi Hanga Kōwauwau o Tamatea Tsuripuka ka piki maunga horonuku pō kai whenua ki tana tahu. And yes... That is one word. As overcrowded as the world seems, if all seven and a half billion people were to stand shoulder to shoulder, we would only fill an area the same size as the city of Los Angeles. In fact, the current world's population is only 7% of the homo sapiens who've ever lived. Hey Moxie, this is Ty Bannerman with the Anytown USA podcast, and here's my fast fact. The first American woman to be honored with a statue was Hannah Dustin, whose claim to fame was killing and scalping one adult man, two women, and six children. And what a coincidence, we just happened to cover Hannah Dustin in the Hatchets and Archie comics episode of the Anytown USA podcast. The most popular boy's name in the world is Mohammed, but it usually doesn't show up in baby name lists or popularity tracking because of all the different possible spellings. The popularity is thanks to a Muslim tradition of naming each firstborn son after the Prophet. According to a study developed for National Geographic in 2011, the world's most typical person is right-handed, makes less than $12,000 a year, has a mobile phone, but not a bank account. Hey, Moxie, this is Daniel from the Talk the Talk podcast, a podcast about linguistics, the science of language. Congratulations on your 100th episode of Your Brain on Facts. I just wanted to drop a little linguistic fact for you. One of my favorites. The word helicopter looks as though it would break down as heli and copter, right? Seems obvious. The surprising fact is it actually breaks down to helico, spiral, and pter, wing. That pter is the same ter as in pterodactyl and pteranodon. So a helicopter is a spiral wing, and that just illustrates to me how sometimes the etymology of a word will become so opaque that we will break off bits of words and start using them in new ways. Regardless of where you are in the world, if you see a panda in the zoo, it does not belong to that zoo. 
all giant pandas are on loan from China and the government can take them back at any time. Facebook has more users than the population of the United States, China, and Brazil combined. In about 50 years, the number of accounts belonging to people who have died will outnumber accounts belonging to those who are still living. There are 10 quadrillion individual ants crawling around on the Earth. To put it another way, for every human being that exists, there is that person's weight in ants. And yes, even accounting for the obesity epidemic. Hi, I'm Annie in Boston, Massachusetts. And I'm Johanna in Vienna, Austria. We are the hosts of the Fresh Hell podcast. We cover murder, mysteries, and the macabre throughout history. You may have heard of Victorian death photography. Sometimes when a family member would die, if they didn't have a photo of their loved one in life, they would have one taken when they had passed away. But there's a lot of misinformation about these fascinating photographs. For example, there are no photos of dead people standing upright with the use of a stand. No, that's a myth. Even a photo of the Alice in Wonderland writer Lewis Carroll is out there, labeled as a death photo when he was, in fact, very much alive. For more on this topic and so much more, you'll find Fresh Hell on your favorite podcast platform. Hope to see you soon. Bye. Tschüss. Every second of every day, Two people die, and four people are born, give or take. Andre the Giant was in Japan wrestling under the name Monster Rusimov, his actual last name, when he learned that his size was caused by a pituitary condition called acromegaly. He was offered surgery to stop his abnormal growth, but turned it down, despite the near-constant pain that it caused him, because it gave him such an advantage in the ring. There are more possible iterations of chess games than there are atoms in the observable universe. This value, known as the Shannon number, is estimated to be between 10 to the 111th power and 10 to the 123rd power, which is one with 123 zeros after it. Hey Moxie, Ryan here from Conspiracy Theoryology. Did you know that the beginnings of Flying Saucer Mania has a precise date? Well, at least it's widely accepted to be the start. That date is June 24, 1947. It was on that day that amateur pilot Kenneth Arnold spotted a series of objects he could not readily identify in the sky over Mount Rainier in Washington. By the next day, he was being interviewed by local reporters for the East Oregonian newspaper. He described these flying objects as unidentified, and in describing their movements, said that they flew like a saucer if you skipped it across the water. By June 26th, a news story was being printed in papers across the country, with headlines such as this from the Chicago Sun, Supersonic Flying Saucer Sighted by Idaho Pilot. The rest, as they say, is history. Congratulations on 100 great episodes, and thanks for letting Conspiracy Theoryology help to celebrate. Here's to 100 more. Cheers. The chance of an atom in your glass of water having once been an atom in a dinosaur is almost 100%. Cambridge University is older than the Aztec Empire. Cleopatra lived closer to the first iPhone than the building of the Great Pyramids. And France used the guillotine for the last time the year Star Wars came out. Before settling on the seven dwarves we know today, Disney considered Chesty, Tubby, Burpee, Deffy, Hickey, Wheezy, and Awful. Stephen Hawking once threw a party for time travelers on June 28, 2009, but he announced the party the next day. 
no one showed up. But next time you're about to do something crazy, pause a minute. If no one comes back from the future to stop you, could it really be that bad of an idea? And the final fact. You are awesome, and I'm so glad that you've enjoyed the show. Here's to another 100 episodes of Your Brain on Facts. Thanks for spending part of your day with me. Hey, this is Moxie from Slightly Less Far in the Past. I completely forgot to thank all of the amazing shows who contributed to today's episode. You can find links to them in the show notes as well as on the website at yourbrainonfacts.com slash 100. history but hate when it's stuffy and boring well look no further and join me katie charlwood your friend the neighborhood social scientist and reader of books as i delve into unsolved historical mysteries murders by gaslight and of course women who have been misrepresented through all time on who did what now the history podcast that's not your history class listen wherever you get your podcasts